1: G'day everyone, welcome back to the Hoopball Pelicans podcast, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbeck, at Lyle Swithenbeck on Twitter, at Pels as a show if you want to follow us, and if you could uh, go and give us a little review, a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to this program, um, that'd be much appreciated, because it helps us grow, and uh, yeah, really, uh, we appreciate it all. All the good feedback is... um, yeah. Very much appreciated. It helps us grow. So thank you very much. Uh and Yeah, welcome. Welcome back to In One Day. I know we just put another one, uh another episode dropped maybe I don't know, ten hours ago or something maybe less. Uh with Kevin Barrios, which was just fantastic. Um and well, all the guests we've had on this week, uh Lark is, uh, Lark here was fantastic as well and have had plenty of good feedback regarding her. She was she uh, stepped up in her first podcast and did really, really well. So, no doubt she will make some appearances in the near future as well. Uh, so, thank you to all the guests who have been on as well. Um, what a week! What a week! One and nine, the Pelicans have dropped to um, one and zero. Uh, is the Birmingham Squadron, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans affiliate, G League affiliate. Uh, playing out of Birmingham. They had a little win today. Unfortunately, the Pelicans did not, and we're going to break down that today and then um, also just a couple of quick hitters on the uh, the Birmingham squadron as well uh, because I watched that game and it was good fun. And uh, when you can watch it on YouTube and it's free and, you know, it's got a bit of commentary and um, guys are trying their guts out, well, I don't know. All basketball is good basketball for the most part besides this Pelicans game. Um, so let's get into that. But before we do break down the uh, the post game, I have to thank mybookie.ag. Uh, use the code HOOTBALL when you sign up. If you want to do some gambling, some uh, sports betting, go and do that. I heard it's been legalized now in Louisiana, so you can go and uh, do it straight from your mobile or your uh, from your computer and, uh, yeah, get straight into it. If you're that way inclined, don't mind a, a bit of a flutter, but, of course, do it responsibly. Don't uh, chase your losses or any of that. Carry on. There's no point. Just do it for fun. And uh, of course, manscaped.com. Use your code Hoopball2020, H O O P B A L L 20 at checkout. 20% off and free shipping. We love a discount. Go and get yourself um, or your friends or whoever you want um, some of the stuff over there. They've got plenty of stuff ready for Christmas. We're getting to that time of year again where if you're prepared, you're starting to buy stuff. If you're like me and you're waiting till the. Uh, Final cutoff for Christmas delivery. Uh, well, uh, wait a couple of weeks then. But uh, yeah, use that code and get yourself a little cheeky discount and um, enjoy it. And um, so we might as well get into it then. Uh, the Pelicans fell on the road trip uh, to the Golden State Warriors on national TV, one hundred and twenty-six to eighty-five. It was a again a hard-fought first half, and then we just got smashed by a better side in the second half. Uh, which seems to be a bit of the theme of the year, I guess so far. Um, the Pelicans are seven. Uh, sorry, the Warriors are seven and one. We're now one and nine, the worst record in the league. But again, you're doing it without Zion Williamson, without Herb Jones, without uh, Brandon Ingram. We found out prior to the game that uh, Brandon Ingram was going to miss again. He's still dealing with that hip contusion, uh, which he said is still a bit sore. Uh, Herb Jones cleared concussion protocols and then injured his ankle in the warm-up. So I don't know if we're cursed, but perhaps we are. I don't know, but uh, that uh, that just screams of what, what has happened and why is this a thing. But anyway, here's what it is. So we didn't have Herb, so Steph Curry got to uh, have free reign without getting locked up by Jacket Jones, which is a little bit frustrating because he would have been helpful. All of those guys would have been helpful, really. Um, so how did we go? How did we go? So, to start off, New Orleans and Golden State, it was 38-31 to in the first quarter. Uh, Golden State were were pretty good, Uh, shooting pretty well. We answered them for the most part, but again, they hit a few threes. Uh, Their three-point shooting percentage was actually pretty average for most of the night. Um, They ended up 40% from three, and... um, yeah, I mean, we ended up 25% from three, which was not ideal whatsoever. 35% on the night to their 52%. And, you know, you're just going to get flogged when that happens. Second quarter, our defensive efforts came in and they scored 16 points in a quarter and we scored 19. So, while the offense wasn't good, defense was good. Go into the half and I think we were down by four, which was not too bad at all, really, uh, given the circumstances of the quality of teams and the quality of players that were playing. Uh, but, uh Came out of the half and the offense just died in a hole. It was no good at all. We had 16 points in the quarter and they had 34 and it was on. They had guys like Gary Payton, uh, Poole, Jordan Poole, uh, even Iguodala was scoring. You know, everyone. It didn't matter who touched the ball, they were putting it in. Uh, Toscano Anderson was getting into it. Otto Porter Jr. Bielitsa had 13 points. Uh, Damian Lee. So whoever wanted to score, uh, they managed to. So... That was good for them, uh, not so good for us. Uh, for us, we finished off pretty tough and we had 19 to 38 in that last quarter. And, um, you know, when you're scoring, what, 35 in a whole half of basketball, it's just not going to happen. Uh, it really isn't when you just get smashed. So a tough day at the office, um, not one that you've, you can take much about. The toughness wasn't there. Uh, we made so many mistakes, turnovers. I think we just got absolutely smashed. Uh, what did we have? 18 turnovers to their 12. Uh, we were getting eight and a quarter at some point, so we must have um, had one quiet one, but there was a couple of t- uh, quarters where we were just no good. Points off turnovers, they had 29 and we had 11. You know, so these are not just uh, fumble turnovers that go out of bounds. These are turnovers that uh, a live ball, and they were just ra- out to the races, hitting threes, doing whatever they wanted. We fouled them as much as we wanted as well, and... Um, yeah, in front of 18,000 people in San Francisco, fantastic. Really good confidence builder for the guys. Um, and that was sarcasm. Unfortunately, we just weren't that good. Only 23 assists on 31 made shots. So, you know, the passing was there, but we just couldn't get the ball in the hole. Um, beating on the rebounds, beating in steals, beating in blocks, beating in just about everything. So, pretty disappointing. Um <laughs> Who was good? We'll go to the box score. How shall we? Yeah, all right. Jonas Valanciunas had twenty points, fifteen rebounds, four assists, eight of fourteen, and he was good. He was good again. Uh, he had five turnovers, but they realised he was their only outlet to score, so they just double teamed him. And every time he tried to do something, they just rushed him and made sure that they couldn't get him the ball. So he played thirty-one minutes, and um, you know, in the second half, I think we we knew where it was headed, and um, and we started resting him. We were playing a lot of. Uh, five smalls as well because they play five smalls, which basically takes Jonas Valanciunas out of it at one end of the court because you can't—he finds it difficult to defend some of the smaller guys. They beat you with the speed and the three-point shooting. He was serviceable, um, absolutely, and a bright spark on a pretty average night. Josh Hart, ten points, nine rebounds, two assists, three of five shooting. Um, Graham had 12 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 4 of 12, um not really good. Alexander Walker was average, 8 points, didn't do anything else. 3 of 11 shooting, 27%, 2 of 7 from 3. And it's just continued his um his poor shooting night, you know. He really has been the uh been the tail of it, unfortunately. Garrett Temple started in place of Herb again. Had five points, three rebounds, three assists. Didn't really do much at all. A couple of turnovers. Or well, one turnover, actually. It can't be too rough on him. Um, but, yeah, just, like, pointless. Like, really, there was guys there that just didn't pull their weight, and it was most of them. Najee come off the bench. Eight, three rebounds and a steal. Couldn't hit a three to save himself, which we know... Uh Sadarinsky probably played his best game and he was still bad. He had nine points, one rebound, four assists and two steals. Uh, didn't do too much, but didn't too, didn't do too little, I guess. He was he was okay. A lot of it came in garbage time. Uh, we saw a bit of Trey, a bit of Kyra. Um, they both played 18 and a half minutes. Didn't really do much. Diddy Lozada and Jose Alvarado played five minutes apiece. Jose came out, hit a three straight away. Ended up with five points and uh, he looked good. So I want to see more Jose actually because at least he plays with a bit of heart and uh, whether the game was over or not, at least he was picking them up full court. He was making them, um, he was pressuring the other side, and at least he was having a crack. And you know, in a second half where we looked stagnant, where the ball didn't move, where we couldn't hit a shot, we couldn't couldn't fall out of a boat and hit water. You know, it was it was pretty bad with that jump shot, and um, yeah, it was disappointing. You know, for for them, Curry
0: Buy
2: rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? <laughs>
1: Bealitz, Gary Payton, all scored in double figures, all over fifteen points. B. Oh, Bealitz had thirteen. But you can't have it, you know. Iguodala had ten assists, and we were just beaten by a better side. There's no two ways about it. Uh, what we put out there just wasn't as good as them. Uh, do you want to get beaten by what thirty nine points or whatever it works out as? Um, thereabouts, and no, you don't. But that's how it went, and. I suppose you regroup, you know. I suppose the one thing that you have with this, uh, with a with a, the NBA schedule is that you're you're playing again pretty much straight away. You know, you're back into it. Um, well, they get a day off and then they get to play on Monday probably. No, they get two days off, not bad, not bad. And then we take Dallas Mavericks on uh, on Monday night. It'll uh, be an eight thirty game, so a little bit earlier uh, for the for the viewers if there are any left. But uh, yeah, pretty disappointing effort. Honestly, it wasn't too impressive, and, and you sit through it, and you go, all right, well, there's this and that that you could work on, but it just sucked. It really did. It, it sucked to see your team underperform, and we're seeing it time and time again, and I get it. We don't have the people on the court. I said it at the top of the, of the episode. You know, We don't have the people on the court, but it's, it, it, it still wears down on you, is not it? You're 10 games into the season. You're over 10%, well, you're 12% or something now, and... Your team's underperforming. Well, I don't think it's time to throw the baby out of the bathwater. I think once these guys get healthy, we start winning a few more games. Do I think we beat the Golden State Warriors? No, I don't. But um, I think we are a hell of a lot better than, than 39 points. Um, so, yeah, that's that. The key takeaways of the game. Number one, turnovers are still an issue. They really are. Um You've got to take care of the ball. You can't have 29 points off turnovers. And, of course, Golden State are so good at moving the ball. Their ability to find their teammates is something that sets them apart. That's why they've been so successful for so long. Um, and and when you've got uh, good players that have played together, that have that um, camaraderie, that have had that experience playing together, well, you know, they know each other's tendencies. They know what they're going to do. And these young guys that are coming through are learning from these guys that have done it time and time before. They're from a good organisation. Our guys, they don't know how to win. They're still learning that. So that's something that um, hopefully, once we get all the guys on the park, well, we might be able to um, might be able to pull it back together. But oh, fingers crossed that that happens sooner rather than later. At least Brandon Ingram, you know, Zion's still a few weeks away. But um, if we get him back by middle of the, middle to late December, well. You know, if he comes back before Christmas, we're pretty happy. I think I think we can we can make a real run, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Second key takeaway: there's got to be more uh, help for Jonas Valanciunas. Whether we've got all these guys out, Jonas Valanciunas can't be the only option because it, it's too obvious for teams. You just double him, and then he has to give the ball up. You know, he's still going to get his. He's going to get his, but you can't rely on one guy to score 20 and then everyone else to score five. It's not enough, particularly against these teams that can shoot threes, which is just about all of them. since seems we're right down the bottom in terms of made threes, which is, again, an ongoing issue, and perhaps that changes when guys find their defined roles. Um, and thirdly, third key takeaway, the development of these guys... Is tricky because they haven't had defined roles. They haven't been able to settle into a role, um, whether that be Kyra, whether that be uh, Jax, whether that be uh, Nikhil, Trey. These guys have had some teething issues. Absolutely they have. But all of them have been asked to do things that they're not particularly cut out to do. You know, Nikhil's been asked to be Brandon Ingram, and he's not Brandon Ingram. You know, he has a whole heap of talent, but he's complimentary talent. If you can get a guy like that that's going to give you 20 on any given night, but does it as your third option, that's what you want. You remember when Golden State were really, really good, and it was Clay and, and Curry, and you had Draymond, but he didn't really score, but you had Harrison Barnes. And Harrison Barnes was like that third guy that, you know, you give him the ball and he could just hit a three, or he could uh, attack the basket and dunk it. You know, in those early days when they were winning flags, uh, that's that's what you want. You know, when they went got Iguodala, you, you got these complimentary pieces. And I think that's what Nikhil becomes. I don't think he becomes Batman or Robin. I think he becomes like Alfred. You know, he's like the third. He's the third guy. And um, and I, I think once we get this this team together, hopefully Willie Green can can pull it all together. And I, and I hope Willie still has the patience, and I am sure he does because he's dealt with adversity, no doubt, throughout the uh, the time as a as a coach and as a player. He needs to be able to hold this team together and make sure they. St- They stay positive and take accountability for these big losses. And I think he's going to be very good at explaining to these guys while also chipping them. You know, you've got to say, well, guys, that just isn't good enough Um, and and you need to up it, but you you move on. You move on, you've got a couple of days to work on it and you take Dallas on. So um, let's hope that that is a driving factor in, in what happens. Let's really, let's hope that, this kickstarts them and we take Dallas on. Who have a struggling offense? You know, maybe this couple of days give Herb enough time to get back. He takes on Luka Doncic and we just torch him. I don't know. But there's no reason why not. We'll see what happens. couple of days for Brandon Ingram to rest up. Maybe he's back. Maybe we go at him. Who knows? You've got to be optimistic in, this, uh, in these trying times. Absolutely. So, the other game that we saw was the Birmingham squadron. They took on their the Greensboro Swarm, who is the Charlotte Hornets affiliate. Um, their notable player is LiAngelo Ball, brother of Lonzo, brother of Lamello, um, and he didn't do much, but I sat on there and watched it, and the G, this is the first G League game they had. They had one exhibition game, and then this was the kicking off their season. And the guys came out and played really hard. They did really well, jumped out to a bit of a lead, uh, held him off. There was a couple of challenges from the Swarm, but uh, yeah, our squadron held tough, led by Jared Harper, who had 35 points, which he was just lights out. They call him the silent assassin, and um, yeah, he just gets on with it. It's about six twos, he's pretty quick, he can shoot threes, he can get to the ring, and he'll get to the rim, and uh, you know, not bad at all. Not bad. Uh, another good guy that I like is... Um, Banks, Banks the third. He is a 6'10", oh, power forward slash center, and he came on, provided a heap of energy off the bench. And um, yeah, I like him. He's got something about him. I reckon he's not bad. Uh, there's a few guys on there that are all right. The um John Petty the uh, junior. He was also really good. You can see that he has that killer mentality where he wants to score first. And his big development point, I think, is that he's got to get his teammates involved because in the second half, he started doing that. And his game went to another level because he was getting open looks because they knew that he wasn't always going to score it. They thought he might start passing it as well. And, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, Bloke James, whoever he is, uh, one of their guards, did a big poster dunk as well. It was quite exciting, really. They had a few technical difficulties in the broadcast to begin with. But um, the commentators uh, assured us that it was not their fault. It was the... um, it was the Greensboro uh, broadcast team. So we blame them. But uh, otherwise, uh, about half time they sorted it out and um, it was good. Yeah, I'd watch it again. I think they play again tomorrow, actually. So I might tune in and have a look. But that's all on YouTube. So if you go on the uh, Birmingham Squadron uh, website, and it, there's a link that says live. You click on that and it gives you the uh, the link to the YouTube and you can watch it. Um, I just cast it up on my TV and I was laughing. But anyway, you don't need to know about my life. That was pretty good. All right. So... What do we want to see um, going forward? We want to see the squadron to keep winning. And um, the Pelicans, we want them to start winning. They can channel a bit of the squadron and uh, hopefully pull one out against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, there's, There's still hope, you know. You win five straight and all of a sudden you're five and nine. You win a couple more and, I don't know, maybe get to 10 and 10 at, I don't know, 20 games in. I don't know if that'll happen. Maybe not, you know. I don't know if we're going win 10 off the trot, but maybe we win five on the trot, and we chip away, we get ourselves to the 10th spot, and a healthy team at the end of the year, you know, we could do anything. We don't know what's going to happen. So, keep the faith. It'll come together. Wasn't the best day for anyone, but um, they'll keep fighting. They haven't dropped their heads, and that's what you want. I want guys to keep battling, and that's what they keep doing, and that's all I can ask until we get the full guys on the court. Anyway... We're going to leave it at that because you've already had one today. So we, uh, we'll wrap it up. As always, I am Lyle Swithenbank. At Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At Hootball Pels is the show. This is the Hootball Pelicans podcast. A hoop-ball.com presentation. Stay safe. I'll have a chat to you soon. And, um, yeah, watch the Birmingham squadron. They're all right. There might be a few diamonds in the rough there that might get called cool up onto the team, hopefully. We'll see what happens. But I'll leave you with that.